Noche Galactica, episode 33, Invisible Scars. In this episode, we talk to Poeta MC about the emotional baggage that we bring to relationships. I'm Poeta Galactico, and today we have Poeta MC in the building. How are you doing today? I'm good. How about yourself? Doing quite well, quite well. Uh, Poeta MC and myself, we met about five years ago? Yeah, around, yeah, like five. Five years ago, um, we used to work together. Um, but I'm gonna let Poeta MC introduce herself. Uh, first of all, Rep Your Brock, where are you from? I'm from East Oakland, specifically Seminary. I was born and raised. Hey, Seminary, man, out there for the people in the town. East Oakland, you already know, Noche Galactica is a platform for people in the town to talk about their stories. And in this case, we are talking about what's love, right? And I'm going to ask you that definition. Uh, you you were on episode 27, what's love, where everybody kind of defined their their own definition of love. But to recap, can you tell us a little bit, a little bit about your definition of love? So I spoke a little bit about what love was to me. Um, I went a little bit in depth with family, what it meant um, love and family um, and trust in relationships. So I spoke a little bit about how trust is built with family and a relationship. Um, I spoke a little bit about how love is shown in family and then how trust is gained and lost throughout that and with, you know, a couple as well. Man, you, you were talking about some really deep stuff. If you haven't listened to that episode, it's episode 27, What is Love? Um, but before we dive into talking about love and you have a, a very deep topic to talk about tonight, uh, I want you to tell us about yourself, who you are. Um, you know? All right. Um, so I'm Poeta MC. I've worked in different fields throughout life. Um, I am a mom to a 12-year-old boy, and I am very open-minded. Um, I was raised in a Mexican traditional environment, um, so it's a little bit hard growing up and then being in a different environment where things are different. So at first, you know, you're very into that culture um, tradition, but then eventually you just have to open up your mind. So I'm pretty open-minded now. Um, I work in different jobs mm. like a whole lot of them um it's interested i've learned a lot as i've gone and i've had a lot of love experiences and that's what we're gonna dive into talk about so your family's from mexico yeah what part what part durango yes. durango in that house you already know uh it's hot out there um <laughs> but you're gonna talk a little bit about what is love and and the angle that you're gonna talk about is about it's about pain it's about scars it's about tell me tell me more yeah, so I chose Invisible Scars um, because yeah, I yeah. feel like, I don't know, like whatever you've been through within love, Ooh. you bring it with you everywhere, regardless. It's, it's like, like a throughout life. Yes, okay. it's like a package that you always have with you. No matter how much you try to cover it up, it's always there. So you're a big, let me just stop you there. So you're a big believer that everybody comes in with like emotional, you know, baggage like people like to call it nowadays um and you don't think that baggage goes away ever i don't think so mm, okay let's go i think that people just learn how to cover it up and move on but it's always there even though you say you're gonna i think you forgive but you don't forget mm. i think that's when that comes in forgive but don't forget yes. girl keep your head up okay but invisible scars it's it's deep i think it goes back to like 
when you first fell in love, supposedly, you mm. thought you were in love. When, when was your first time? Like, first time you fell in love <laughs> with someone? First time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> throwback. It's Throwback Thursday. I was young. Okay. Young and naive. I you was know. very young. Did you and believe thought, in the Romeo and Juliet story? No, no, no. no, no, no I was no, never no. into okay. all that. Okay. I think because of how what I used to see at home, mm. not like my parents or anything yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. but family. Yeah, yeah. So see, I think it comes from there. Like me personally, all the family and my man and my family, all the men in my family, I saw them like. I'm not trying to sh- throw no, no, don't, shade don't, don't, no shade to my no family shade. members. It's, it's 2020 vision. But <laughs> mm-hmm. most of them had more than one woman. Oh, they were multiple children with different mm. women, woman with another woman. You know, yeah. like you just, I grew up seeing that. So I think that's where my trust issues came in. So I was very young. I always been like very jealous. I noticed that about myself too. Yeah. Recently, like I want to say maybe like two, three years ago, um, I started like saying like no it's not you know the next person's fault yeah, 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 for what yeah. I've been through or what that other person put me through I need to start being committed and just seeing what what's gonna happen and what's gonna you know what is what is, what what is, is like genuine and, and, and yeah. it's gonna help me become who I am and blah exactly. blah blah when it comes to you know yeah. love and stuff love but I think that's where it all started for me where um that was like my first scar like mm-hmm. seeing my family members not being faithful and stuff like that mm. so it starts there and then me falling in love hecka young supposedly okay. that was not love yeah. <laughs> and then breaking up mm-hmm. um that was my first little heartbreak yeah um and then my real real heartbreak was like three years ago mm. actually and those hurt really bad <laughs> Shout now, out 2019. <laughs> man and they stick with you forever like forever. for reals that one, I'll talk a little okay. bit about it. So that one, it was. I'm not gonna go into names. No, but no names. No names. We, we live in an era where we no don't names. throw names. But if you do, make sure you do like yes. a diss record or something. <laughs> so it was like a real heartbreak, okay. like deep. Like I ended up in the hospital. Like I was in. De- I've mm. never been through depression. I was in depression. Um, it was really bad. I quit my job. It was bad like really really bad mind you this other person is living their best life Mm. with this other person and i think that's the biggest scar i've had because to me now that i know it's like that was the love of my life you know what i mean like that's how you know that it is a scar and that that was really who you love who you meant to be with. yes so let, like, let me that was the first time let me you bring really... it back though because this is getting deep <laughs> it's getting deep too soon so you, you you fell in love in love quotation marks yes. when you were in 15 around 15 yeah. or so mm-hmm. high school years you know feeling butterflies mm-hmm. you know um and then that ended up not working out eventually you continue to kind of just work on yourself and then you find this of course you dated throughout that time yeah and then you find this other person how, how old were you about okay. three years ago all of this okay so that 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 person actually like opened my eyes mm. so this person 
he's not Mexican. He's not Mexican. So that's when I started being more open-minded and being okay with like dating other, you know, yeah, cultures, other, other like nationalities, and stuff, yeah. everything. Because in the Latino culture, it's really hard to yes. accept people from like it, it's just hard. Like they're yeah. open-minded, you know, like exactly. Really, like oh no, you can't do that. Even if you mention it to them, they're like, what? Yeah, they you look know? at you sideways. And I stuff. didn't care. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna be the first one in my family to be like, it's okay. Break the stereotype. So I started talking to this guy. I met him. Okay. Really weird the way we met. Yeah, tell us a story. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. You want to know? So okay, so his nationality is black, African American. Um, I actually met him at a Haripeo. Oh what? Yeah. Okay. So it's crazy. Shout out to the boy. I know. He um he was actually a security guard there. Okay. Okay. So that's how we met. Um, and then ever since I met him, like as soon as we met, we exchanged numbers. And we hit it up pretty fast. Like, he was really cool. He was always down to come out here and hang out. And I had that big wall in front of me where I was like, no, you're moving too fast. You know? And I think that was my trust issues coming in. Like, I was scared. When people mention walls in Noche Galactica, we call them trumping. You were trumping. <laughs> you were trumping out here. I, okay. I was. <laughs> I was. Okay. So because and he, he called me out on it Ooh. really fast. Like, he was, like, straight up. And he was like, look. He was like, I don't know what you've been through. I'm willing to work with you. You know, whatever mm. you've been through. But whatever you've been through is not my fault. And nope. then I was like, whoa. I think that was, like, my reality, like, hitting Check. me in the face. Like, whoa, he's right, you know? Yeah. So then, yeah, we we, we were together for a few months. Okay. Um, but, again, my trust issues came in. in. And eventually we broke up. Uh, but, you, but you felt like this relationship was different than the other It was. Why? I think because of how how he was like the things he would tell me like he would make me realize like it's true like you're holding on to a lot of old stuff and you keep on comparing because i did that a lot i used to compare like you know what one person did with the next one like you know it was like a like it's, it's, like, it's season two let me see if it's better than season yes, one <laughs> it was like a pattern mm. that i was like if i didn't see that pattern it to me it was like wait a minute exactly or even even green flags like if it was going good to me it was too good to be true okay you are like the fifth person that i hear someone say that when it's too good it can't yes. be too good can, can we talk about that topic for a little bit okay why <laughs> why I think that it it comes back to scars like like me when I see like someone being too nice mm -hmm. or or you know too when you, you just you too... just know like you're like no nah, I don't know about Damn. this okay instead of letting it happen you're like whoa stop you already you know? have expectations oh it's it's crazy because he was so positive and when he was like really positive and nice and everything I would be the angry one mm. and negative one and like and he would always be like, why are you trying to fight? And to me, it was like a, it was always my response because it was too, too good. Too good. Yeah. Too good to be true. But yeah. I just, I, the reason why I say I stop and talk about that topic for a little bit is because I feel like when people doubt the goodness in other people is rooted in like their selves and their scars when they were growing up, what they saw and how people really like 
lets him down and they are always suspecting the worst so that's that's key you know to to kind of address and, and talk about it and be like self-care comes first and let me deal with this because then i'm gonna put that shit on other people that's true and then also since because he was like I don't know. See, because I was being open-minded mm-hmm. and I was like, it's okay. I'm going to date this guy. He's not Mexican. I'm going to vibe with him. But that would still like, qu- like I would still question all his actions. Like he would ask me out on dates. I've never like been a dating person yeah. like ever. And I don't know. I would always be like, well, maybe this is how it's supposed to go, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then at the same time, you question it because mm. you never been there or you've never expected it yeah, it's unknown territory yeah and you're just kind of like figuring things out especially mm-hmm. if you are the first one in your fam to go through something like yes. that you're like what is this what is this how deep is the pool can i swim in there okay. you know so that that is definitely difficult for a lot of people but eventually you jump in into like we broke up right mm-hmm. so so what ended up happening i think it was me um, I think I still let like all the trust issues and the scars come out and I think he just let it happen he was like alright like she doesn't want to be with me mm-hmm. it's fine like she needs her own time um, and I think he he lost his patience to be mm-hmm. honest with you I think he was like oh well you know and then we just lost contact eventually um, but yeah and then this other person that broke my heart oh, comes back a, into life. This is a three year. Three yeah, years so okay. he was like into, you know, it, it's crazy because after I was going through that, like when I went through the breakup, mm-hmm. um, I want to say a few months later, I started talking to this other guy. Um, and because my ex boyfriend, the um, he comes in later, but yeah. I met this other guy and this other guy. <laughs> Shout out to so, all the guys the coming guy. up in the story. <laughs> He's probably gonna hear this yeah. too. Shout out to him. <laughs> he knows who he are, <laughs> who he is. Um, anyways, it's funny because I was like in depression mode and I'm at home uh, with my mom talking and then he snaps me mm. and he's like, we should go get a beer. And I'm like, okay. At Just like night. this random Just guy. Just random. No, okay. I know, I know. Who you know you, okay. I knew who he is. You go you know? back. You go back. Yeah, really. Yeah, we go back. From the town. From the town. Yep. Shout out to the town boys. And then... <laughs> And then, um, you know, my mom's like, I told my mom, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Um, this guy just asked me to go get, my mom's like, go. Because she saw how depressed you I was. Deep. She de- wanted me to like, go. Yo, you know, depression after a breakup it's is real. Bad. And it's like, hell bad. It's really bad. Like, I never experienced it. And it was really bad. You go into some really dark places. It was bad really bad like to the point where i ended up at, at the no, emergency it's real. room it's shout real. out to my best friends because they took me to the emergency shout room. out to shout out to the homegirls out there in the yes. town taking it to the er and making yes. it happen and man, being there love. with me till i left that's <laughs> what you call some ride to die bitches man yep let's go but yeah so my mom was like oh and i was like really so here i am like in my pajamas so i change really fast and we meet up and ever since then like we started talking and hanging out and all this stuff so i think that helped me yeah um throughout my depression and stuff but i really really got over it like i want to say two years after mm. so it took me a long time and i think it's part of, um because i didn't know how to deal with it i guess because you know i've never experienced depression in my life i've seen it my twin sister she had depression but i didn't you know i don't yeah, know what it it's, felt it's like different. yeah it's different to see it than to actually feel it mm. so um yeah but that's the biggest i think that's the biggest scar 
the biggest but part. But it, it all piles up, you yeah. know, like trust, all the little breakups. Um, but yeah, that's like the biggest, biggest one. So when you are telling your story, you know, you go through the sequence of like, I was young, didn't know what love was. Then I went into this relationship. This guy was really open-minded. I was open-minded. It, shamed, it changed my way of thinking a little bit around the relationships. And then I jump into this last relationship, and that's where the guy helped me, but I wasn't over the last guy. Exactly. Because I was so deep in depression mode, mm-hmm. right? Um, what? I, I guess this is like a question straight about love, but when someone breaks your heart, they leave your they leave your scar, right? And there's people that, that, that say time heals wounds, mm-hmm. and you are a believer that it doesn't. I don't think so. I think that you just learn how to cover it. Mm. Tell me um, about that. Like me, like right now, I'm really open-minded. 2020 vision. 2020 I'm like, vision. I'm gonna start dating. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start talking to whoever's willing to know me. Yeah. You know anything? Um, I think that you just learn how to like leave it, not leave it behind you because you're always gonna have it with you. Yeah. But you learn how to like cover it, like a bandage. Mm. But it's always there. And even if it heals through the outside, because you could be out in the street smiling hanging out with new people, getting to know them, but that's still in the back of your head. Like, you know what red flags to look out for. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like a, I don't know, it's like trust again. Trust, trust is a big thing trust for me. Trust is a me. big thing. Yep. Mm. I just, I mean, again, there was a, there was, I guess there was a big, like, breakup that happened. It was trust issues, you know, the best of, of yourself, the best of himself wasn't, wasn't really working out. And things just not end up not working out. But if you can say this could save the relationship, or you know what? Better question yet. Do you still think about how you could fix it or how he could fix it to make it work? You know, it's funny because they're him and that person, other yeah. per- they're not together anymore. So now he wants to come back in my life. Oh. And I'm the type of person who, no, no matter what you did to me, yeah. I'm always gonna be there. Like mm. I'm that person that. Cause you my ride or die. Yeah, it's like I'm always gonna be. Like it doesn't matter. Mm. Like I can hate you, and if you ask me for something mm. and I can do it, I'm like, hey, I'm here. You so, know what I mean? So you don't you don't be like cutthroat. Like yes. I'm not talking to you so, anymore. So you know it's funny because when he started going through the issues with his now ex girlfriend yeah. that I hated at okay. the point yeah. back then. She reached out to me okay. and was like, you guys are meant to be together. Okay. And all this, all these things. And to me, I was like, girl, bye. Like, no. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. And he reached out and mm. was telling me how they had issues. And how, how many years later, though? Um, They were together for two and a half years, I So think? after two and a half years, he reached out. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And how he, like, he was saying, like... Oh, she sent me screenshots of him oh, saying wow. like, receipts. Yeah, save the receipts, people. Sending me screenshots of him saying like how he really loved me, but he couldn't be with her no more, and all these things, you know. And she reached out, and then eventually he texted me, and he started telling me all that stuff. Mm. And I'm like, in my head, like I think because I was ready to move on, and it was like, no, you're staying, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, you hurt me, so. I'm hurt. You. I don't need you, but I'm here for you. Yeah, you know what I mean? That takes so, a lot, though. It does. To be like, mature and also be there for someone that you, at one point, really love. Yeah, <laughs> and then at one point hated. Yeah, oh my god. Because it, it is. Because at first, like I couldn't even see a, his phone. Like mm. on my phone, I couldn't mm. even see his name because mm. it would like 
trigger, trigger my depression. Oh my yes, God. my anxiety. Shout out 2019. It was so bad, but eventually, like, when he texted me and yeah. told me, like, oh, they broke up, in my head, I'm like, boy, please. And I told him, I'm like, oh, y'all just fine. Y'all yeah. be fine. Y'all go back together. Yeah. No, I was wrong. So they, they broke off and everything, but... Yeah, he still, like, tries to talk to me and stuff, but in my head, I'm like, do you really want to go through that again? You know what I mean? That's a lot So, of it's like a scar. It's my scar. is my biggest scar. I'm like, uh, no. So, I'm there for him. If he asks me for help for anything, he knows I'm going to be there. Yeah. That's just who I am as a person. But, yeah, that's a big scar. I think every time he tries to, like, talk nice to me or something, I'm like, whoa. No, I know what you did to me last time. You know what I mean? So, it's like there. Yeah, I mean the the pain is is so real. Uh, I I can't relate, you know. Um, when people text you, they they hit you up, and you see a number or you see a face or something that reminds you of that person, you tense the fuck up. You be like, damn, damn, it's happening again. I don't want to be in that deep dark hole that I was in because exactly. of this person. But at the same time, you don't wish them bad. You know, exactly. you're not that type of person that's gonna be mean. I hope you die, blah, 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 because we are not those type of people. We want you to be well, but the pain was real. Yeah, it was real bad. And even I told him, like, I'm like, like, back when everything happened at one point, like, I was trying to not be depressed and like but i just couldn't control it it's just like something that takes over you but i at one point i did tell him i'm like um i don't care who you're with as long as you're happy even if it's not with me but deep inside you know you don't mean it you know what i mean but i mean he took my word he took the word (laughs) let me let me try it out and went and did his own stuff and then eventually ended up back over here but yeah no um i don't know i think i have more control of my emotions now and feelings i can't be like no i can stop myself because i always tell myself do i really want to invest myself into that and go around all over again and get hurt again because he knows now he knows how he can hurt Mm. me you give him you give him that weapon you know he's he's ready to use it um so it sounds like you have learned a lot Mm -hmm. you know and, and you're not even 30 yet right and it feels like you you almost almost (laughs) shout out to the 30 club uh and you have kind of went on the on the circle of love have that changed your definition of love for 2020 like how you define love maybe three years ago to like how you define love now i think so um because like i said trust was big but now i think i'm more open-minded and i'm i'm trying to be more Mm -hmm. open-minded than what i already am and just letting love be love and letting it come in and stop putting the wall back up. Stop, <laughs> stop trumping. Don't be putting walls out here. Yeah. Just let it, let it happen, you know? Uh, recently, I was having a conversation with, with a friend of mine and uh, we were talking about love, right? And it reminds me uh, what you say right now about like letting it in and out mm-hmm. um, because there should be no expectations. Like, mm-hmm. love should just be love and given without expecting something. And then you let it go, it's just going to be natural. But it's so hard to find that nowadays because there's one big component in 2020. It's social media. I feel like social media impacts your scarves so much. A lot. So much. Like, you start to navigate social media in an angle 
of like I don't want to get hurt I don't want to get hurt by social media exactly. you know I don't want to look at that story because it's gonna hurt me so it's crazy because I, when I went through the breakup I actually deleted my Facebook mm. because I didn't want to see her or his posts coming up in my timeline not because I had them as yeah, friends yeah, yeah. But because people I had had them, and you like know common how, friends, yeah, yeah common yeah, yeah. friends, and then they pop up yeah, in your yeah, timeline. Yeah. So I got rid of my Facebook completely. Gone. I blocked them on Instagram. I stopped like all their family members. I'm sorry, y'all. I love y'all, but I like blocked everybody because mm. I didn't want to see anything, anything that had to do with them. You want to, you know, it ghosted them. Yes, it ghosted because that's how I found out he had moved oh, on. Damn. Yeah, so social media is big. So recently I did a Facebook again. Okay, you bounced back. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm you ready. Know? I'm and ready I to dive in. Yeah, so, but. Did you find him again? Or? Oh, he comes in my um, in your story people you might oh. know. People you might know. Mm-hmm. Here I am. Yep, right there. All right. Now, this is the next question I have for you, right? It sounds like you, you were scarred by this person. You deleted your Instagram. You kind of defined your definition of love a little bit differently. At one point, did you erase their number? No. Why? Because. <laughs> <laughs> Big question here. I, I couldn't. I just never delete. You know, I didn't delete the number, but I blocked them. Okay. <laughs> so the number was always there, but there was no way we can contact each other I what, guess what was say. the reason though like I'm really curious you know what's the reason you didn't delete the number I don't know I just never did it was always there to this point you have it yeah I still have the number okay shout out to the boy um <laughs> I feel like that's big though like part of moving on is like I mean deleting everything deleting huh? everything and deleting the number because if not the scars continue to be there you know yeah um the temptation the temptation to just reach out or maybe send like a you know midnight text after hours or but something but you know like that. what's crazy because i was so hurt whenever i did text that person yeah. I, it was always like talking mess like you would text yes. them talking mess yes a lot like of mess. you were mad i was mad i was hurt and i wanted him to know so i would like so every time it just all like just at the beginning and then okay. eventually i was like okay you need to stop but it was it was bad so he would text you would he text you? he would just uh, uh sometimes um okay. but <laughs> 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 no names no names sometimes he would but then sometimes he but would let me, probably okay, let me, like, i'm so interested in this topic <laughs> he would text you mm-hmm. nice things or was he trying to holler? Like, he was still trying to, like, Sometimes, to because okay. whenever he would get, like, in a fight with his then-girlfriend, yeah. he would try to be nice to me. So you know, like, like hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. Slice some game. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you just fired back. Yeah, like, like, no. F you. Yeah, yes. Okay. It was bad. Get off me. Stop Even, like, one me. time for Mother's Day. Oh, he was like, oh, happy Mother's Day. You're a great mom. Blah, blah, blah. And in my head, I'm like, Bro. what? Like, you know, like, you don't ever say that to me. So why now? So I instantly, you know, put the puzzle together. I'm like, he must be mad at his girlfriend. Mm. And it, yeah, that's what it was. And I replied badly. I was like, no, leave me alone. You know, like, I don't need you to say happy Mother's Day to me. But it was always negative because I was so mad. It was like, 
whenever I would get a notification, it would just trigger everything and all the anger, and I would just let it all out on yeah, him. Unleash the beast. Yes. <laughs> uh, when, when did it shift, though? Like, your mindset shifted? I think it did, like, like two years after the um, everything happened. Yeah. So, it's only been, like, a year, but I think what helped me was... Um, socializing yeah um going out and then my ex-boyfriend um he helped me a lot because i could t i told him everything about it yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was like so open-minded like he he would tell me like look this is what you need to do like move on blah blah blah, blah. he was really like really cool mm -hmm. like he was my boyfriend but then he was my friend but yeah so he was really cool and he he helped me a lot okay. so yeah so but it's been like a year i think so man, love is a complex thing, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's like DNA to people. Like not, lo love for everyone is different because your DNA is different, you know? And it's like, you gotta align that shit to who you are. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're big on, on, on dropping keys of knowledge to people. What are some things that you can tell young girls uh, who are maybe listening to the podcast, maybe people our age who are listening to our podcast? Mm -hmm. What are some like key takeaways about like around love? From your perspective, of course. So for young girls, because I did fall in love really young. Oh, I thought I was in mm -hmm. love really, really young. Yep. It's not love. It's not love. It's just what you think love is at that age. Mm -hmm. um, and then eventually growing up, you start realizing what love really is. Um, and then just be careful. Look out for the red flags. Don't let them tell you otherwise. Um... And then for people like our age, I think that learn how to like move on with the scars, even though they're going to be with you forever, just learn to keep it going and be open-minded and yeah, do what helps you. Do what helps you. Receive love. Man, it's real because cars are, are there forever. I'm sure like, um, like myself, you have a lot of friends who are in relationships, you know? Um, maybe you have friends who are married, uh, people who are going through and making it happen. And, you know, we're on the sidelines like, yeah, you can make it happen. But nowadays, I feel like having a relationship in the 2020 era is so hard. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so hard not just because you are, like, on social media and stuff, but it's because it's becoming a more expensive world. You are deciding if you want to have kids or not. Mm -hmm. You are thinking, where am I going to be five years from now? And when we are getting married, shout out to the people who got divorced. But when you are getting married, uh, you, you never think about those things because you are so deeply in love. But eventually you kind of like wake up and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I only have one life. And and I really need to start deciding what is it that I need to do exactly. with myself. That's how I feel right now. Yeah. That's why I'm like 2020, 20, here I come. Because I'm not 30 yet, but I'm close enough. And my parents like it's so bad because my parents have been married for like 40 something years and i'm like wow like i've seen them go through you know up and downs or whatever but they're still together mm -hmm. and my mom and my and my dad too they'd be like just find a boyfriend yeah. and do this and do that and when i told my i actually told my parents like i had a boyfriend who was black african-american and my dad turned around real oh, wow. quick and just looked at me and I was like, what? And he, he actually didn't say anything. And I thought, because he's like a very Mexican, typical man. Yeah. But <laughs> he didn't say anything. And 
my, even my son he was like grandpa did you hear my mom and he's like yeah he's like i don't care at this point she just mm. needs to find a boyfriend mm. so i think they're at the and they're like damn find you a man. a man find something yeah because to them it's like they got married really young so to them to our culture it's like if you're not married by this age it's like are you gonna stay by yourself mm. you know what i mean even my uncle told me that recently i was like excuse me <laughs> Mm. But you know, it's it's something that they see, mm. where they're like, you should be, you know, doing this, this and that by this age. I, mean, I don't think it's like that anymore. I don't think it's like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, I feel like it, it has shifted because you know you are you are a young, educated Latina from East Oakland, mm-hmm. who parents came from you know down south Mexico, trying to find a better life, and everything's connected. Um, and now you were educated and now you are wisely making decisions about your future and you're like uh, no. like mm, no I don't want to do that and I feel like the more we we grow the the older we get the future 2020 2021 is going to get harder to find that right yeah. person for you I think so too and it's crazy it's scary but it's, it's crazy yeah. it's so yeah I, I was thinking about it I was like it's so scary because you can literally be by yourself yeah that's true that's true and it's crazy because you know when i worked at um this one job my manager she was like 40 something and she was single and she had no kids at least i have my son now you know it's like at least i have a kid now but man i'd be like thinking about her and i'm like is that gonna be me you know but you know you never know no we got we got everything popping up and 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 nowadays and and i won't i won't let it be past us that there's some crazy shit happening in the future but what is love man just wrap it up one time this is Poeta MC I'm Poeta Galactico tell us what is love one more time so people can hear it alright so love to me like I said it before on episode 27 um, love is family love is friends love is relationships and it all starts when you're little I guess the way you're raised how love is shown how it's expressed um, and how you receive it and how you give it um, so yeah, open-minded, open-minded, and man. receive love. Love is free. It doesn't cost a thing. Make sure you give it out. And if you can, please share the podcast. Mm-hmm. This is Noche Galactica. I'm Poeta Galactico. I'm Poeta MC. And this was a great night. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm.